Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I am your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, registered dietitian, personal trainer, and business coach. This podcast is your weekly dose of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development, and business growth mixed all in one. Because as you grow as a human, so does your impact and your income. My mission is to change the health and happiness of society, and I'm beyond excited to have you here. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and a happy Monday. At least that's what day it is today. I'm coming at you 8.47 a.m. I am drinking my tea. I have the fireplace going. Well, I have an electric fireplace because I live in an apartment complex. <laughs> I have a cozy blanket. And yeah, I'm just chilling in my office. And I felt massively inspired to talk to y'all about sales. And as you guys know, we have been talking a lot about manifest manifestation <laughs> on the podcast recently and um, getting what we desire and having it be something that we believe that we can have exactly what we want or something better, right? Always this or something better, this or something better. And I asked you guys on my Instagram what you guys wanted a training on. And there was a bunch of answers, but one of the main ones was on sales, how to make more sales, how to make sales easier, um, just all the things around sales. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a backstory um, about my sales experience, um, because I am an epic salesperson. If you've ever um, been a coach or been coached by me or, um, yeah, signed up with me or even you... Um, talk to me about signing up, but you ended up not doing it. Totally fucking cool. I still love you. Thank you for being here. Always no weird feelings ever around sales or choosing something else. But um, sales is just a really strong, strong suit of mine. And over the years, I have sold <laughs> everything from like, you know, $20 fat burners to thousands of dollars of personal training packages, uh, multiple five figure personal training packages to $30,000 coaching packages and I've developed a really strong sense of this is what I'm here to do and this is how I'm going to do it and sales honestly have never felt like a a struggle for me and like maybe the first like year or so of me ever selling something because the first thing I was ever um the first sales job I ever had was at a gym and it was thousand dollars for six months of a boot camp and um, we were in a super wealthy area in New York Manhasset New York and in my I mean I was like 16 years old and I was just like who the fuck has a thousand dollars to spend for six weeks like at that time I was spending a lot of money like I I wasn't making a lot of money but anything that I made I typically spent at that point and I own like Louis Vuitton bags and um, sunglasses and Burberry bags and like Tiffany jewelry and like things that I just really you know wanted to spend my money on at that time and so I was used to spending that money but for me spending that money was like everything that I made so I couldn't fathom people paying a thousand dollars for six weeks when like I was, you know, making seven or ten dollars an hour and then saving up and spending it on a bag or putting on a credit card and then paying it off and then doing that again. Like my experience with money was holy fuck, a thousand dollars was a lot. <laughs> and eventually after selling a bunch of packages, I realized that 
even though the people I was selling to had money, it wasn't the money. Like more people signed up who had less money than people who signed up who had more money, which was really fucking interesting. And I could go into that because it's just, it's massively layered. But what I want to point out on that is that people with money or when you have money, even if it's not a lot of money, you choose to spend it on things that you actually value. Right, which at the time for me, regardless of how much I was making, I valued like things and Burberry bags and stuff like that. And I have most of them today. I actually sold a bunch of them because I no longer like them. And I may sell the ones that I have right now. But to create space for the ones that I actually want and to have a better shopping experience where it's not, you know, Johnny spending all of her money as a 16 year old. <laughs> and of course, I've bought more since then. But I digress. The key is that it's not how much money you have, it's how much you actually value the thing that you are getting right? And if somebody really values your coaching program, if you really value coaching with me, if you really value something, you are going to make it work above all. And when you can look at sales as an exchange of, um, is this aligned with you? Is this something you actually want? Not that you have to convince people about or anything like that. Like, this is what I'm offering. Is this something you want? Yes or no? Cool. No problem. Move on with my life. Like, you just open the portal to make sales so much fucking easier versus, like, having to think you have to convince people, right? And so I think I have, like, nine tips here or nine things that I want to go over. Um, But I wanted to preface with that because a lot of times... I see entrepreneurs think that, oh, well, you know, if I taught business, it would be so much easier to get sales. Or if I worked with, uh, you know, entrepreneurs in some way, because they're used to investing, it's going to be easier. And like, it can be because that's the belief that you have. So that's the reality that you create. But ultimately, you can also create one where people actually really fucking value your work. And of course, people want to invest in you. And the money that you charge, whether it's $50 or $50,000, is just no big deal for the amount of like exchange that you give them. Does that make sense? Because what I see people do is that they switch to serving entrepreneurs because they think that it's easier to, um, you know, sell to because entrepreneurs are, you know, whatever, used to investing, which isn't true because not a lot of, there's still a bunch of entrepreneurs who don't invest. There's still a bunch of entrepreneurs who are still broke. There are still a bunch of entrepreneurs who, you know, have massive coaching payments. And if you're a health coach or something like that, you know, their business may come first in what they value right? So the key for you to get secure and then the key that I help you guys do in the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind, we are launching that. The uh, the Voxer access begins on um, December 1st. So if you jump in now, you will get free Voxer access to me for an entire month. Oh my goodness. And then we start the calls January. Um, but the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur is for you. If you want to make sales easier, you want to make business easier, you want to make more fucking money, you want to be surrounded by people who are making more fucking money, you're ready for a reality that actually feels really fucking expansive. And you're ready to get over any like weirdness you have around what you are here to do and how you are here to do it and how easy and good business can actually be and also consequently life. Um, but the thing that I'm going to help you guys do today, the thing that I help you guys shift into when you're my clients in the mastermind is how can I just neutralize the experience around money? How can I look at it as I can use money for things that are good and things that I value to change my own experience on this earth? And how can I also empower people to do that themselves, right? Because when we sell, we have to be strategic, which is the first thingy that I have written down here. I'm not going to call it a tip, but, um, Uh, First thing that came to my mind was making things strategic. 
And first thing is you got to show up. Like, I know that this is massively basic and it might be just basic for a lot of you, but bear with me. You have to show up, but you have to show up like where I call it you're vomiting your message all over the place. Like, you know, like if you vomit really badly, which I actually haven't in a very long time, thankfully, um, and I hope you haven't either. But, you know, if you vomit really badly, it like just fucking goes everywhere. Like you're not escaping that. Right. That's kind of the power <laughs> that I want <laughs> that I want you to embody behind your message, right? And like, I'll probably come up with a better word, but vomiting is what I've kept for the past few years, <laughs> right? I want it just flowing out of you like that, like powerful, like this is what I have to say. This is how I'm doing it. This is what the container is going to do for you, right? You hear about, you hear about me talk, you hear me talk about, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you hear me talk about the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind all the time, whether you're on my Instagram, whether it's my stories, almost every single day, everywhere, sometimes twice a day, sometimes three times a day. Sometimes I have an email go out. Sometimes I have two emails go out. <laughs> sometimes I have a podcast go out and the next day you get an email, a sales email. Like I'm not hiding behind what I have to offer. Right. And there's no like amount of emails you have to put out or amount of times you have to talk about it for somebody to hear it. They say like an average of seven times. I don't, I don't know. I think that that's just made up and probably from one fucking study that like got carried around over the past 10 years from business people. I've had to hear things from people like 50 times for a fucking year in order to actually invest in their program and think it was for me. And it's not that they were any better at convincing. It's not that they were any better at you know, marketing it, they use the same marketing continuously, which was the strategy, right? Say the same thing over and fucking over again. When I create the marketing for my programs, let's use the Expenses Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind. I think of what I want the vibe to be in the program. And those of you who have enrolled, those of you who um, have already gone through the program, you know that the vibe is expansiveness. We have like seven or 10 different principles of expansiveness that probably will expand this round, but that we live by, that we vow to treat ourselves by, that we allow ourselves to feel an expansive like we set your goal of what expansive feels like to you at the beginning of the call at the beginning of the calls and the program and um that's what we achieve that openness that freedom that ability to make money consistently that ability to just expand the amount of leads you have that amount of people who know about your work the amount of people who are enrolled into your work that entire expansiveness and i come up with it based off of how i'm teaching so in the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind i teach you how to make these internal shifts so that your life can feel expansive i teach you how to restructure your inner world we meditate a fuck ton we visualize a fuck ton we do tons and tons of journaling prompts um, every single week you have access to the course modules which are ever expanding and they're so fucking helpful and amazing for you to listen to on the in-between of the calls to just every single day switch back into that expansive state because if you don't currently live in this expansive state and business feels a little bit hard or um, what you want just feels kind of crazy with whether it's a million dollar a year or six figures or ten thousand dollars your first five figures whatever it is like you have to be ready to expand to that next level right and so that's what I teach you I teach you how to expand and how to restructure your life your mindset your business so that it actually reaches where you want it to go versus recoiling right and coming back to what's comfortable and so when I come up with the marketing for things I always start with what do I want people to feel and then what are the teachings in it right and then what's the transformation right 
you're going to go from this to this. You look at the sales page, sales page it's very, very, uh, you know, simply put there, right? I tell you who it's for. The entrepreneurs that come into this um, container are ready for blah, 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 all on the sales page, right? And I say it continuously here. So we have to say the same thing over and over and over again as the strategy portion. And some people need to hear it once. Some people have been listening to me and have been like, you know, on the brink of working with me in some capacity and just haven't yet. And then this was the program. They were like, fuck yes, they heard it once and they signed up. Other people are going to wait till the end, which is totally cool. We do have limited spots. So I recommend that, you know, you, you know, wait as long as you need, (laughs) but um, there might not be spots So just take that into account. But, you know, some people will, you know, have listened to me the first time I talked about it last year when I launched it and, you know, heard it this time and may not sign up this time. I might sign up next time. Totally cool. Right. So it's like I don't think that the rule of seven times of talking about or whatever that stupid rule is, is applicable to everybody else. You know, you might be enrolled in another mastermind that's very similar and works with the energetics and manifestation, but you still want to work with me. So maybe, maybe you will have two coaches. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll do it next time. Right. So like everybody's fucking different. So instead of focusing on like, how can I check off the boxes to say this, to say that, to say that it's like, what do people actually need to know in order to sign up for my program? And how can I show up continuously and strategically? Right. The second point that I have here that I want to invite you guys into is how not to feel bad for showing up continuously and pitching continuously. So I'll go through like a little bit of why we kind of feel bad or why we could feel bad. And then I'll go through like what the reality is behind each one of those. So the first thing that really comes to my mind is like engagement typically lowers. Um, Maybe this is just a story that I have in my head, a lot of my clients have in their head, whatever, you can totally create a reality where it doesn't. But typically, you know, if you have a pitch going on, people who aren't interested will just drop off the stories there and then maybe come back later. Um, And actually, that's not really true this round. I haven't had people really drop off, maybe like initially when I pitch and then um, they'll come back and like, you know, tap through and look at what they want to look at. Um, But the thing is, is that If people are only listening to you for like entertainment and really just have no intention of purchasing from you, cool. They get to drop off and come back when they actually want, right? Does that mean that you can't find more leads? Of course not. Of course you fucking can. You can create whatever it is that you want. Um, So the thing to focus on here is the beauty of who is actually listening to you and who is actually there, whether it's your mother and your sister and a friend or, you know, 3,000 strangers. You get to serve those people deeply. And I can tell you that the way that I've sold so many packages to such a small audience is by, I never feel bad for it. I don't even know that wasn't a sentence, but I'm pre tea and caffeine and pre (laughs) and pre food. Um, I keep recording at that time, but that's fine. We'll move on from that. (laughs) You forgive me. Um, but I never felt bad for it. I never felt bad for like, you know, people who left and then came back, which I've had a ton of that. People who have um, said they were going to pay me, never paid me, and then are still here. I, I just don't make it mean anything. I also don't make it mean anything, whether I have 30 people listening to me or 300 people listening to me. Never reached a 3,000 yet, but we will get there. Like, it's just, 
I don't care the num- about the numbers or the numbers of likes on my post or the numbers of saves on my post or shares or anything like that. Like, of course, I'm grateful for when things do happen in a way that I want it to. But for the most part, I just constantly know that people are there. People are listening. I'm impacting them. They love, they love me. They love learning from me. I impact them every single fucking day. And the right people are going to want to pay me. And eventually, all people like to pay me. Right? If you listen to me long enough, you probably end up paying me. It's just the way that it works. And if you never pay me, cool. I still fucking love you, right? And so it's just like, I don't focus on any of the metrics ever, 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 ever. I focus on what I'm here to do. And if what I'm here to do is help you make sales easier, is help you expand to the next level of income and impact and help you rewire the way that your inner workings work so that you actually can cultivate a reality that actually feels really fucking expansive to you, then like, why am I going to feel bad about it? And I'm going to show up whether there's three fucking people or 300 people, right? So that's first off. Second thing about how, like why we can feel bad for it is money <laughs> is, you know, these people can't afford it. <laughs> is that, um, you know, I'm bad for charging this amount, right? Those are two big ones that kind of come up for people. And whether it's $100 or $10,000, I've had clients literally still feel bad for charging that amount, literally. So it's actually not the money, right? We're coming back to that concept that it's not the fucking money. It's what you believe about it, right? And that's why in the mastermind, that's like the main work that we do. Um, But assuming that all of your costs or all of your leads can't pay for that, is like you're making you're literally making things up unless you know every single person's bank account, every single person's savings account, every single person's credit cards, every single person's loans and who they're supported by and their spouses and their family members and how much they've inherited and people who have passed and what they've inherited. Unless you know all of that, you need to fucking stop assuming shit. <laughs> right? It sounds crazy. And typically, the reason why we feel like people can't afford it is because we couldn't afford it, right? So there's a few ways that I go about it, or it wouldn't be comfortable for us, let's say. There's a few ways that I go about it. Number one is I invest in myself. And I'm not in the space of like, you have to invest a certain amount in order to charge a certain amount. I've definitely paid way more for coaching programs, um, at least for way longer. And no, I've paid way more for coaching programs, um, up to $10,000 a month. And $17,000 just for the down payment for that. And like, I don't charge that amount yet. Um, but I like to invest because it shows me that actually that money is fucking possible to circulate, right? It's like letting the $17,000 go last year when I invested in a mastermind just for the down payment was really fucking scary because I had never let go of that amount of money and in one chunk, like to a coach rather. And... Um, it was just fucking scary, but I was like, I want to, sh- I want to charge these prices. I want to show myself that it's easy to fucking circulate this money, that I can make that money back. And I really want to work with this coach. So like never just invest because like, I want to circulate the money. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I know somebody's going to take that and say, Johnny told me to do that. Please don't do that. Um, but do it in a way that feels aligned and good for you. Because when you start to pay off that money, then you're like, oh shit, this is possible. And then when you make that money back, you're like, oh shit, I can make more. And then you prove to yourself that you can have a state of overflow, that you can make more money and spend more money, right? That's been like a long-term affirmation of mine. As I spend more, I make more. As I spend more, I make more. So every time I spend, every time I let go of money, every time I buy a tea, every time I go to dinner, I just say there's more where that came from and I expect it to come in. And I know that it's possible, right? And so... 
getting to a place where you're comfortable circulating the amount of money that you want to receive, I think is really important. You can choose a different truth, but this has been my truth for a long time. And this is something that had helped me increase my prices very quickly. Because when I was coaching with um, business coaches and like spiritual healers and like some of just the top coaches in the industry, um, I realized that my knowledge was not far off from them, that my capabilities were definitely just as good. And it showed me that if they value themselves at that, then I could. Like it gave me my permission. It gave myself permission to charge high ticket prices, which the women who come into the mastermind typically double and triple the prices that they were already charging um, for their services. Or we develop different programs that like they just get paid $10,000 for a speaking engagement or $20,000 for a recurring whatever it is. And so um, this is something that I love to work with because I believe that everybody should paid re- should be paid really fucking well. I'm usually the advocate for people to charge way fucking more for their services than they actually are. Um, I even like was part of a women's group uh, la- yeah, earlier this year. Oh, shit. Okay, earlier this year. Sorry, time. What is time? Um, and it was like, I don't know, $250 for the month. And the woman gave us like five... 90 minute sessions which ended up being two hour sessions and the the transformation was just insane and all this stuff and I was like dude you need to charge more for them <laughs> she's like well I feel bad blah 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 and I was like ah oh, there's a feel bad like I wasn't her coach I wasn't gonna you know try and help her through it nor did she ask me to but like I was like listen I would have paid way more for this and I would love to exchange more money to you <laughs> and I did in other ways but you know what I mean like when you're always going to have clients who can't afford it and there are always clients who can afford it and who are going to think it's so fucking cheap every single program that I've ever sold has been either on that spectrum where it was like insanely difficult for the person but they valued it so fucking much that they were going to make it work like they wanted to I didn't have to convince them they chose to do it right or it was really fucking easy for them. And then like, how come you don't fucking charge more? (laughs) And I want to manifest more of both because I just want more of whoever is the right fit, which is the main thing that we have to focus on. We have to stop making up these fucking stories of this person can't afford this. And how could anybody afford that? No one cares about their health. No one cares about this. I should just work with entrepreneurs, whatever it is. And it's like, you know, if you want to work with entrepreneurs, cool, but you have to stop making up these fucking stories that you can't do it in the way that you want, serving the people that you want, right? It's like when I, I'll give you the last example. It's like when I went from char- uh, making $20 an hour as a personal trainer and maybe they were charging $40 an hour, maybe $45 an hour, maybe up to 60, let's say. And then I worked at Lifetime Athletics and I was charging $141 an hour because I had a certain number of certifications and degrees and whatever it was that put me at their highest tier and um, like tier of payment. And initially I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm literally going from selling $60 packages, $241 packages and oh my goodness. And I was like, no, you know what? I up leveled so that I could have these certifications. I up leveled so that now I work at Lifetime, which is a way better experience. And I can give someone a way better experience than I could at the other gym because the other gym is really shitty. You know, like I can, uh, I have more specialty items here. I have more of this. I have more of that. Like I had to convince myself and get my own energy behind what I was doing to be able to go up fucking, I don't know, whatever the amount that is. Like that's over double the price per session right? And I sold 
you know, 10 to 20 to 30 sessions at once. Whereas at the other gym, it was like people were paying every other week because they were just, you know, paying paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. And of course I had clients that didn't, and you know, it was easy for, but I didn't have the the balls to offer them 20 or 30 sessions at one time because I limited it, right? So when we feel bad for it, when we like think we need to like convince people and give them extra stuff, we always limit it because we don't even give people the option to pay in full. We don't even give people the option to buy more sessions. We don't give people the option to pay off their, you know, the remainder of what they owe to us because we're so scared. Like, who has $7,000 laying around? Who has $17,000? All of these things. Meanwhile, you have no fucking clue what your client does. I've had clients tell me that they, you know, were super broke, blah, 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 and then said, hey, can I pay off, um, you know, the extra $13,000 that I owe you um, because of blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you fucking can. <laughs> like, they didn't even ask for um, a discount, <laughs> you know, that wasn't in the contract. And I, I don't know if I gave them it or not or whatever, but... Um, you know, like we just create so many fucking rules that we make it so much more fucking difficult. And then we don't even put ourselves out there. We don't show up enough. We don't show up powerfully because we fucking feel bad for it. And then we feel bad, you know, telling someone our prices. So then we fucking lower them. And then we're like, ah, why am I not making money? <laughs> right. And the thing about <laughs> the to expanding to the next level of income, again, whatever that is for you, everybody's going to be at a unique level in the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind. But Whatever that means for you is you have to get secure in what you're offering, how you're offering it, what you are here to do. Price it and be unwavering about the price point. If you are wishy-washy about the fucking price point, when you pitch it, you're going to say different things at different fucking times and people are going to come in at different fucking prices or you're going to undersell yourself. People are going to feel like uh, that was a weird energy and then they're not going to buy. So once you show up with clarity and certainty around who you are, what you are here to do and your price point, people feel that in order for people to actually invest in you, they have to feel your confidence and security around what you're here to offer. Like your energy around who you are and the program and the price is going to dictate so much about how they respond, right? You teach people how to respond to you and sell. So if you're all manic and crazy about it and worried about it and blah, 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 you're going to attract people who are. But if you show up really fucking confidently, anybody else probably wouldn't actually, or, you know, seriously about it and saying, you know, serious inquiries only or whatever it is, like, you're going to repel people who aren't actually serious and who aren't ready to invest. When we sell, we want people who are fuck yes clients. I've been saying this for so fucking long, like where they're just like, fuck yes, I wanted to work with you. I don't need the sales call or maybe I need the sales call just to hash out some stuff, but I already knew I wanted to work with you, right? Where it's just easy, where they're ready to pay regardless of how much it is, whether they know the price or not. Um, and when you show up in that energy of knowing and confidence, they will respond to you and you will attract more of that, right? So in the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind, we get you to that place of unwaveringness about who you are, what you are here to do and how you offer it and your price point, right? So you can show up and attract that. Um, the third thing that I wrote down here to make sales easier is charging higher for your services. And I kind of touched upon this, but I want to go into it deeper because, um, I just think it's necessary. <laughs> so the first thing I want to say about it is that like you don't have to. You're not like obligated to increase your prices because Johnny says it's something you have to do. No, 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 no. But if it resonates with you that when you get a client, you feel drained <laughs> and when you go to pay your bills, you need or want more 
you need to charge more for your services or develop other programs that will, you know, get more people in at a lower price point. And I think that the easiest way, I know that the easiest way to build your business from the ground up is to have high ticket programs. Imagine just having three or four clients and having all of your bills paid just by those three or four clients. Like all of your bills covered, whatever coaching payments you have or want to make, right? You're paying off your debt at a comfortable rate. You um, are saving it each and every month. Like everything is met. You're eating well. Your kids are eating well. Your car is paid off. Your husband's eating, whatever. And if your husband's anything like mine, he eats a fuck ton. <laughs> We're always amazed by it. And it's eight years later, <laughs> um, right? Imagine if that was the case, like how would you be able to show up in your business? How would you wake up every single morning? How would you be acting? Right? How would you show up for those clients? How would you be able to show up for the rest of your business? Maybe you'd finally be able to quit your job. Maybe you would um, finally have the energy to put back into creating other programs. And some and a mantra that I love to live by that a lot of my clients adopt over the years and um, especially in the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind is that I can't show up for less than you know, X. I can't show up for less than X for a client. And just saying that, some people feel really bad about it, right? It's like, oh, but that's a person and they're struggling and they might need this and they might need that. Now, have I had situations where like I've changed the um, uh, the type of coaching in the container because I felt like it wasn't working and um, I thought people would show up better in a different way and I thought I would show up in a better in a different way. Yes, have I lost money on that and do clients get access to me for a very low price if that if that has happened? Yes, because I always make sure that my clients get what they need and um, that I stay in integrity. And if something's feeling off about a container, even if it was a group container then like I need to switch it. For example, I've switched two group coaching programs over the past two and about two years where, uh, you know, it was group for part of it. It was supposed to be group for all of it. And then eventually I just felt like my energy wasn't there for it. Their energy wasn't there for it. So then I switched the container to, you know, X amount of one-on-one sessions. Um, yes. <laughs> Is that my most favorite thing to do? I don't really consider that. I consider it more like I'm so excited to serve this human in this capacity and it happened for the most perfect reason, even though I'm getting paid way less than I would if they actually paid for my one-on-one services. Yes. So um, making sure that you just always feel integrity with what you are offering. And if you don't feel an integrity with your prices, you will not sell more people just because it's lower, right? Just because you lower your prices, I'll say that again, just because you lower your prices doesn't mean that you will sell to more people. I used to think this, and many business coaches teach it, that, oh, if you drop the price point, okay, we'll get, you know, a lot of people in there, or um, some business coaches teach, like, oh, if you, you know, give them $500 off the first month, um, you know, and it's coming down to the wire, and you haven't filled it up yet, like, tell people the next three people to sign up will get $500 off, blah, blah, blah. Uh, or like an extra session here. And like, I don't like to act out of desperation to fill up the program. I like to stay knowing that the amount of income that I desire will come, is coming. I don't need to change anything unless it feels truly inspired and truly in alignment. 
right? Because what happens is when you overgive, when you oversell, when you give people free this, when you give people free that, if it's not in alignment, then you end up just fucking regretting it. And then the energy around it is fucking weird. And yeah, the client feels weird. You feel weird. And it's just weird. <laughs> and we don't want that. We want, we want clean energy around our coaching packages, what we, how we service people, how we sign people up, et cetera, et cetera, so that we can just feel really good standing in what we offer, right? Which means if you need to raise your prices to feel good taking on a client, cool. If you want to quit your job and you want four one-on-one clients, because that's all you'd have energy for, sign those four one-on-one clients, quit your job and make sure you're doing the things necessary to get you more income after that, if that's what you want, right? And so it's less, the question is less about like, should you charge more for your services the question is more like how do you feel about what you are actually charging right and when you get x amount of people in the program that you have the goal for how would you feel receiving that money right and do you believe that you can get x amount of people into it right um a lot of times with the smaller following we have this dumb belief that we can't get x amount of people into it and i've worked with clients with a hundred thousand followers and they still have this dumb belief that they can't x get x amount of people into it right So the goal is to reach the right amount of people, continuously reach more and more and more people if that's something that you want. That gets to be the goal versus like, I need 15 people, I need 15 people, I need 12 people, (laughs) right? You always get the amount of people you believe you can have. You also always get the amount of money that you believe you can have. You also always get the amount of um, engagement, just everything, that you actually believe that you can have and you also only get the amount of clients that you have energy for, right? So if you want 15 people and you don't have energy for 15 people or the group is structured in a way that it's just going to be too fucking difficult for you to get 15 people or your one-on-one is structured in a way that it's going to be impossible to serve 15 people, you're not going to get those 15 people. So the question, again, is less about how many people do you want that's going to make you the X amount of dollars at this price point and it's more about how can you expand your energy, to help more people, to receive more money, to, um, you know, call more people in, right? To serve your team, to serve yourself, right? And that's, that's where the expansive vibe comes from or the expansive terminology came to me from because I created the mastermind at a time when we were just finishing our first quarter of a million dollar year and we, the year before that we had done $50,000 and I was like, holy fuck, well, what did I do, Right? And then as we're going to the million dollar mark, like, I'm like, holy fuck, what do I need to do? And I was like, oh, it was actually all the same. The things that I did to get from 50 to a quarter of a million dollars is things that I did to get from zero to $50,000. The, the things that I'm doing to get from a quarter of a million dollar a year to a million dollar a year are actually all the same. They're just at bigger levels. So that's the work that I give you guys in Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind. The work is going to serve you at all fucking levels and it's going to continue to fucking serve you because it's something that I repeat, my clients repeat, that my mentors repeat, whether they're making, you know, their first seven figures or their fucking next multiple seven figure year. It's all the fucking same work and that's what I want to teach you guys. Um, yeah, okay, I think that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> On to the next. Okay, let's talk about attracting versus chasing clients. This is number four. Oh. Sales is going to go the way that you think it has to. So if you think you need to do X amount, X amount, X amount, X amount, and convince and do a sales call and handle objections and all these things, that's the way it's going to go. And don't get me wrong, I did that for years. I built my first six figures doing that, like having specific sales calls, overcoming objections. Um, Yeah, like 
for the most part, I never hid my prices. I think that that's just weird. Um, I always had some sort of a price range on my uh, sales page or my application if I did hide my sales price like the specific amount. Now I don't. I think that's weird and I would never do that. But if that still works with you, cool. Um, but sales is going to go how you think it actually needs to go. Right? And again, it can work that way. I can teach you how to handle objections all fucking day long. Some people like actually want to because it makes them feel more confident. And I think you can get some epic fucking clients that way. You can get a lot of epic clients that way to say that just because you overcame an objection with somebody it means that like they they weren't a fuck yes client. I think is a lie. I think you can hundred percent handle objections with people. Help them see what they actually want. Help them see where they're holding themselves back. Help them transform within that sales conversation. And maybe they choose to sign up with you, or maybe they don't. Right. I think either way, the client who's meant to work with you is going to work with you. Sometimes people just get in their own way, and you know maybe if you don't handle the objection, they'd wait till next round or whatever. Um. But I, I think that it can also be something that's easier. For example, now I don't handle objections. I had a sales call a few weeks ago and uh, more like a conversation in human form. And they were just like, you know, they were ready to sign up all this stuff. And they're like, it's just it's so much fucking money. Like we don't, you know, it's, it's not comfortable for us. We have this, we have that, we have that. And I was like, look, I get it. Um, you know, whatever it is that you want, I'm, I'm here for but I recommend to make the decision. If it's a yes, if it's a yes, it's a, if it's a no, it's a no. Like, don't do this weird dance around it where you're kind of going to ghost me and ghost what you want and then come up with all these excuses and just say like, hey, it's not aligned right now. The price point is not aligned right now. I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't feel secure in doing that. Totally fine, right? And so they ended up choosing no, not right now, which is fine. I always like to encourage my leads to say no. <laughs> if it's a no, fucking be secure in your no because what happens is, um, if we're wishy-washy about it, we're not doing the thing we actually want to do, then we're showing ourselves and the universe that we can't have the thing that we wanted, and then we confirm it to ourselves, right? And then we like we move 10 steps fucking backwards instead of just investing in the fucking program, doing the scary thing, and then getting the help that we need to move forward, right? We always have two options. <laughs> and so with these people who ended up choosing no, they had said like, hey, like I was, they basically asked me to convince them. <laughs> they were like, sometimes we just, I just need somebody to just like, tell me what to do. And you know, I, I need, I need you to convince me. She's like, I'm already convinced, but like, I just need to hear it. I was like, listen, I don't work that way. I could have totally done that. I made a ton of money with them and helped them make a ton more money. And I'm sure they'll do it anyway. And if they ever come back to me, beautiful, if not cool. Um, but like, I was just like, I'm not going to sit here and force you to do this. Like, if you're not comfortable doing it, if you don't have that clean energy around, yes, I'm going to do this, if you don't feel like it was 100% your decision, it's not going to go well because you're going to come into the container expecting me to have all the answers, expecting me to be a fucking magician. You know, when things don't go the way that you planned, because it always happens, you're going to blame me and I'm not going into a coaching container that way. You know what I mean? So I think there's a different energy behind and different circumstances where like you're handling an objection and somebody clearly says yes, and they're just like kind of flipping out and they just need you to hold space for them to cry or process things or whatever. And they're like, I know I'm going to do this. I just, I need a fucking minute to cry. (laughs) Cool. Right? I'm not convincing you to do anything, but when you tell me you need me to convince you or there's this energy of it's not right for the person, but I'm still going to sell them, I think that there's a difference. right? And so when I do teach my clients to overcome objections, it's in that energy of it's positively pushing them. They've already said that they wanted it and it doesn't feel weird for either of you. 
You know, that person is just in this state of like, oh my goodness, can I trust myself? And you show that client that they can trust themselves, right? But if the energy is like, it's not right for this person, we're going back and forth continuously. It just feels annoying and awkward and weird. Like don't fucking handle the objections anymore. Just say, listen, it feels like a no, like cool, (laughs) right? So those are two different scenarios, but that's where you get to define what attracting means to you and what chasing means to you. It's for me, it's more the energy of like, I attracted somebody, they're really interested in working with me. They're coming to me. They're saying, I'm feeling called to work with you, but sometimes things come up that they just need help processing, right? Cool. I did this with a client that I signed up the other day and it was beautiful. Um, but chasing feels to me like I have to do all of this work to get this client and I have to prove to them that I am good enough. I have to prove to them that I can help them. I have to prove to them something about me versus showing them something about themselves, right? When we do sales, we get to show people what it's like trusting themselves. When we sell a client and they choose to invest in us, we get to show that client what it's like saying yes to something that they desire, that that gets to be an exciting thing, that that gets to be Um, Yes, it may be scary letting money go, but it can also just be exciting as to what support you're going to get and what your life can look like when you step into this, right? And so for the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind, those of you who are considering, I want you to consider for yourself, does this feel like a yes because I'm excited to get to this next level or does this feel like something I have to do because Johnny sounds good saying it, (laughs) right? We never just invest because Johnny sounds good or because you sound good. You want your clients to always invest in a state of like, I'm declaring that this is where I'm going. I'm declaring that this is possible for me, right? For me, that's not convincing you. That's asking you, (laughs) what do you want? And literally for the first time, clients might be listening to themselves or clients might be asking themselves what they want. Literally for the first time ever, the first time I ever invested in a coaching program was the first time in, I think I was with Joe, my Uh, husband for six years at that point we were dating and we were engaged and I think it was the first time where I made a decision just based off of myself where I had come to him and I was like hey I'm investing in this program I'm hopping on a sales call I have no clue how much it is the sales page said it could be upwards of ten thousand dollars I don't really know how I'm gonna pay for it but I'm gonna figure it out and he's like cool I want you to do your business thing I don't know where the fucking money's gonna come from and I'm scared shitless but like you do you (laughs) so cool I'm gonna do me (laughs) and I spit it on like two credit cards (laughs) I drained my savings for one of them and then I paid off the other one on a credit card and It was just like the first time that I invested in something for me. It was the first time I asked myself, what do I want? And every single time I reinvest, I keep asking myself, is this something that I want? Can I do it on my own? Of course, I I can do anything on my fucking own. Am I going to make it more challenging for myself? Fuck yeah, (laughs) because I find the most convoluted ways to do things (laughs) if I'm doing it on my my own without a coach, (laughs) which is why the last person that I invested in um, I haven't sent over the money yet, but I'm investing in her uh, probably today or tomorrow. But um, she she just makes things just fucking easier. And like she has a way of living that I fucking want, a way of running her business that I fucking want. And I want to be around somebody who has a thing that I want. And I want to create that in my own way. <laughs> and that's why I want you to invest in me. Never because I sound fucking good or never because it sounds magical or never just because this client on the sales page got this, you know, gave this testimonial. I want it to be because you feel like it's right for you. Right? And here's my energy around <clears throat> sales or attracting clients. Like, I have the strategy. I have the marketing written out. 
Um, I have the sales pages done with the stories that, you know, resonate with me of why I created the container that I also know are going to help you see parts of yourself in the story. I um, show up every single fucking day of my launch, most days, and I show you what I can do. I train you. I, you know, I give you free help. I empower you. I show you what it's like if you listen to yourself. These could be some examples of what you can experience by, you know, here go on the sales page. We have a lot of testimonials there, videos and written out ones. Um, you know, like I just, I just show you what it's like to work with me. I show you what it's like when I do the work and I help you shift for free continuously and have you think in a different way. And as a result, you either want to pay me or you don't want to pay me. Cool. Right. None of that feels like I'm chasing you. I don't have like a certain amount of podcasts I put out. This podcast was, I don't even know, I was supposed to record it last week and I just didn't feel fucking inspired to do it. And so now I'm recording it this week. I didn't even have a topic until this morning. I was like, oh yeah, they asked me about that on my Instagram. Let me go and put that up because that feels right for me today. Right? And so it's just like, I don't have this long list of things that I need to do. I have the like, okay, I'm going to put out emails. I'll probably have an announcement one. I'll probably have a last call one. And I'll have training ones. Then I'll have empowerment ones. Sometimes I pre-write them. Sometimes I do a mix. Sometimes I don't pre-write anything. (laughs) Right? I have the market. I'm going to reference it to make sure that I feel good with it and I feel good with what I'm putting out, but I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, well, I did this. Where are the clients? Well, I did this. Where are the clients? I make it easy for you guys to either reply or you can just DM me. I make it easy for you to pick a payment plan, all the payments options, including one-on-one add-ons on the application, right? I make it just easy for you to say yes to yourself if you want this, right? And I just do it in, in a nonchalant kind of way. Is there a better word for nonchalant? I don't know. Um, I don't have rules around how I have to show up. I used to have rules around like I have to do this masterclass and I have to do this amount of podcasts and I have to do this amount of emails. And then I was just selling things and I'm like, it didn't matter how many times I did that. It didn't, the people who showed up to the masterclass were going to pay me or not anyway. (laughs) Like it wasn't the masterclass that was the triggering thing. I can do a masterclass. I've done a lot of masterclasses. I love masterclasses. I love doing lives, but for right now, I'm like not feeling doing lives or anything like that. Um, I might be doing ones for like the 12 days of Christmas. I don't know. I feel like that would be cute, but we might see. But like, I just create podcasts as I want. I'm creating more podcasts now during the launch because I feel more inspired and I'm not going to show up on Instagram when I look like the way that I do, <laughs> at least on a live that's going to stay on there forever. <laughs> um, I would on stories. I have no problem showing up with my hair all ridiculous on stories <laughs> and unmatching pajamas, right? But I just, I know the things that I want to do and then I just do them as they come to me and I feel inspired, whether I felt inspired to pre-record a bunch of stuff or I felt inspired to record as I went. Um, but don't create these fucking rules of how things have to be, but know that you do have to do things. <laughs> but those things can vary from launch to launch. Those things can vary from day to day. Those things can vary from, um, you know, time to time that you offer the product. There's no one way that it has to be. The clients who are meant to come with to you will come to you regardless. It's your job to show the fuck up, right? Okay. Number five, uh, in order to make sales easy, shift your focus from money to service. Now, this was necessary for me, especially in the beginning when I felt really weird about money and when I um, like felt weird saying that I wanted a certain amount of money, you know, that I wanted $10,000 or I wanted $100,000. Like, 
I was comfortable saying it to myself, but not comfortable focusing on it continuously, not comfortable sharing about it. Like I was, I just still felt very weird around it. Now I don't really care. I focus on both, but it's always from a mission-based place. It's always from a service-based place. It's always from a, this is what I'm going to do for other people, right? And for me, that just gets my energy behind why I'm asking for the money that I am or I'm deserving of the money that I am or why I'm valuing at it, valuing it at something, right? And so whatever you need to do to get your energy behind the amount of money that you want to make, whether it's not focus on the money at all until you clear stuff, which again, in the expanse of Silk Entrepreneur Mastermind, we clear up any weirdness around money, but... Um, focusing on service above all. As you grow your impact, your income comes. As you grow your impact, your income grows, right? And so what do you need to focus on in order to get your energy behind how much you're actually desiring, right? One of the things that we do in the mastermind, one of the things that I have done that has just made my life so much fucking easier around money, around sales, right, um, is number six, which is make money, no big deal. I wrote NBD here. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I spent most of my life when I was, you know, before I started making a good amount of money and doing the work that I teach you guys um, in the mastermind, but before I was here, <laughs> I had the weirdest experience with money. My family never had money, and when they did, they either spent it all or wouldn't spend any of it. Um, I had this, like, I couldn't just buy boots because I wanted boots, or, you know, I could get away without having the warmest boots and your, you know, feet can kind of freeze. Um, I remember one time I wore, like, flats, and I'm pretty sure it was, like, snowing or sneakers or something like that, and I just didn't own boots at the time, and um, you know, my, my mom or my family was never like, oh, hey, you kind of need some winter boots. Like nobody ever foresaw, foresaw or predicted like what I needed for that upcoming, whatchamacallit, you know, season. And back then I was living in New York, so there was a lot of snow and coldness, <laughs> really fucking coldness. And so I would just like kind of get around with like whatever. I didn't have hats or, you know, I, I just didn't feel safe asking for these things that I needed. And my family never offered them. So it was like, could we have bought them? Of course. But I wasn't, I didn't grow up like super poor, but uh, definitely like lower middle, lower middle class and acting very poor. And so, um, yeah, it, it became something weird where I finally got money, <laughs> had money come to me and to actually do the things that I wanted, whether it was to get my nails done or, you know, go out to eat and not feel bad about it or not just put it on a credit card because I was scared the cash was going to go away or put it on the credit card and not pay it off right away or whatever it was. Like I had to create a lot of different experiences with it. And I personally did that by just massively stretching myself and investing in mentors when I didn't have the money at all, but I knew I was going to make it work. I confirmed to myself that I was going to make it work. There was no doubt in my mind that it was actually going to fucking work. I just kept going. It's going to fucking work. It's going to fucking work. It's going to fucking work. Whereas before that money was this thing that was always going to run out. Money was this thing that we never had enough of. Money was this thing that I would never have enough of as a dietitian or a personal trainer or where, you know, having debt was fucking normal or, um, you know, having student debt and complaining about it was fucking normal versus like, Hey, I have the amount that I pay every month and I'm super fucking excited to be able to pay that and pay it off. And I can choose to pay it off quicker if I want, but right now I leave it. 
right? And it's just like, it's not a big deal. I just say what I actually want to do with my money. And I know that as I spend it, I make more. As I spend it, I make more. And it might sound really crazy and really just like, well, how can it be that easy? And it's not that easy. I do this, like eventually gets to that point where it's easy, but I've done this work every fucking day since I started Johnny Agresta LLC. I started looking at my thought patterns. I started seeing how I would react to it. You know, it's like, You cannot hate the thing that you want more of. You cannot be jealous of people who have more of the thing that you want and still expect to get it. Like it just, it's different frequencies. It's different energies. It's different ways of living. And it's like, I've had some clients in the mastermind who they came into the mastermind being jealous of people who, um, you know, were like trust fund babies, or I don't even know if that's a term. Is it a term? I think so. Or, you know, who grew up in California and make a fuck ton of money and drive their, you know, fancy ass cars or whatever. And, um, you know, have a certain body and have a certain this and have a certain that. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of judgment around things that we actually really admire and you might not want that. Like, I don't want to, I do want a place in California, but I don't like want a $40 million house. I think that's just ridiculous, but that's for like me, you know what I mean? It can be different for you, but And it can be different for the person that I'm admiring or judging, but it's like, it would be nice to have that amount of money. You don't need to have it in the same exact way. And you certainly don't need to hate on the way the person actually spends it. In fact, I just signed up a client who used to judge the way that I actually spent my money, the way that I talked about money. And, um, we actually had this super difficult conversation or what could have been difficult. I don't feel like it was difficult, but it could have been difficult. And I was just like, Hey, are you judging the way that I spend something? And she's like, yeah, fuck yes, I am. And I'm like, cool. Thank you for telling me that. (laughs) Right. And you just have to make the judgments no big deal because judgments are always the way that other people feel about themselves. Right. For example, if you are judging, you know, the, uh, person in California with the car, with the, this, with the, that, and how much money they make and they live in a $400 million house or whatever. Like if you're judging them, the question is what part of you are you judging because you might want money like that or the part of you that feels wrong for finding that entertaining or finding that something that you like it's like the kardashians like everybody judges them and everybody's like oh they you know did nothing to get famous and all this awful things versus like they actually worked their fucking ass off did you know they have you know good cards dealt to them with their father and kim being in a sex tape and all of that, like some can look at that as good, some can look at that as bad. I'm sure at the time, unless it was planned, I don't fucking know, you know, it can be scary. And even if it was planned, it's still fucking scary and not good. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can look at all the things and just be jealous that they had things way fucking easier. Or you can say like, wow, I wish things would be easier for me. I don't have a dad who was, you know, a lawyer, a massive famous lawyer, but I can do this. You know what I mean? And it's like, you can create what you want, but you have to stop just associating money as this big fucking deal that only special people fucking have it that you know you have to hate on people who have it easier or have businesses easier or you know we're trust fund babies or whatever you know like you have to start judging the part of yourself that actually wants that and we were taught growing up many of us not to make money like no big deal to fear money to always save all of our money to do this with our money, to do that with our money, to pay off all of our credit cards or else you're a bad fucking human, you know? And personally, when I started my business, I'm like, listen, anything that I need to get me to where I want to go, and this is still my, um, this is still my, the way I think, but 
anything that needs that I need to do to get me to where I go I want to go even if it seems fucking impossible right now is going to be possible and I'm going to do it I'm going to take the action I'm going to fucking make it work and I didn't need other people to understand that because why would they understand that they're not in my fucking position right and so I invested first with money I didn't fucking have I made half of that money back by the end of the um container I had already invested in another coach with just the little amount of money that I probably had just used to pay off a credit card. And then every single month, I had another $3,500 payment coming out of my, my bank account. And I had no clue how I was going to pay. I didn't have that amount in recurring payments yet and all this stuff. But I'm like, I will, I will, I will. I'm going to make it work. Right. And so for me, money gets to go from this thing of like, it's always going to run out. You shouldn't be fucking doing this. You're crazy for paying this. You're crazy for charging this to wow. It gets to be exciting. (laughs) And when I'm excited about it, I launch things that I fucking like and I launch things at price points I fucking like. And I launch and I pay people that I fucking like, (laughs) whether it's team members or coaches and I'm going to make it work. But the thing that we do as entrepreneurs and as humans is like we don't even get clear on what we fucking want because we're so fucking scared. Right? We're so conditioned to be scared of it. And so in the mastermind, that's, that's one of the core things that we deal with around money. How do we not be scared of it? How do we spend it and have it and make more and make more and make more and make more easily and call in better clients, call in clients who are more aligned? right, for price points that are more aligned? How does everything get to feel more expansive? And part of my mission of helping the world thrive is like, I think you need money to thrive. (laughs) I know you need money to thrive. Like, even if thriving at the core for you is like serving people, you need money to serve people. You need money to reach people. And I can tell you that when you make more money, when you have more money coming in through your programs, you actually feel more energized because you're less like fucking dragging your feet right? You're less like, oh, okay, I got to post today or, oh, I got to create this podcast today. And it's more just like, holy fuck, I'm so fucking excited. I see the money coming in. I know more is coming in. Oh my goodness, let's go serve these people. (laughs) Right? And so the key is to get to that place of excitement before you actually see the money there, the amount of money that you actually want, whether it's for the launch or whether it's for paying the coach or whatever it is, it's to act like you know it's actually fucking coming and to make sure you envision it, make sure or feel it or journal it or talk to yourself. I talk to myself more than anything (laughs) when I'm trying to manifest something and allow it to come in. And along the way, you celebrate the small fucking successes. You celebrate the small fucking successes. For the for example, um, yesterday I had a new follower like start to binge on my podcasts and um, tag me in a bunch of posts and uh, you know reshare my stuff and say really beautiful things and we started connecting and I've had this happen in the past but for some reason this experience was something that really stuck out to me because I have been wanting a a bigger reach I don't care if it's a following or, or just engagement or just higher numbers on something even if like you know my uh, lead list doesn't grow or something like that like I just want more people listening to me whether they're already following me or and just not active or not right And um, I've been really manifesting this. And I was like, holy fuck, I just manifested that. Fuck yes. (laughs) Versus like all the other times I grow my lead list or I get a new follower and they love my work or whatever they thank me. It's kind of like it wasn't as exciting for me because I wasn't focusing on creating it as much. And I was just like, holy fuck, this is indicative of my manifestations actually fucking coming true. So the key to manifestation for me is celebrating the small things as you get to where you actually want to go. 
right? And I'll give another example. There was kind of like a dry spell in my business and income and, and just like the amount of clients I was taking on and all of that stuff as I was like transitioning all over the place in 2021. And uh, once it broke and like I had a client sign up with me, I was like, fuck yes. Like I was so excited. It felt like the first ever client that I'd ever fucking signed. And like all my bills were paid. We were still making good money. Like it was 2021 has still been fucking epic. And I worked with the most beautiful fucking clients. I love all of you who I've ever worked with. But this year it was just super fucking beautiful because I was clear on who I wanted. And um, I just remember like just manifesting, getting out of that fucking dry spell and getting to a place where I had more income and, you know, uh, you know, the larger months that I was used to were coming back and finally they did. And I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) Right. I celebrated that. I could have looked at it as like, oh, well, you know, you signed clients, blah, 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 in this way previously, or you, you know, I could have made it mean something about how bad I was and how I'm still not where I want to be and how awful I am. Or I could just fucking get excited about it. And the thing about making money, no, no big deal. (laughs) Make money, NBD. I feel like that should be a a topic of something. Maybe I will. But anyway, um, (laughs) uh, it's like you have to make it where it's just exciting when you receive it, exciting when you pay for it, exciting when you launch something and when you're thinking about it and when you're thinking about paying off your credit cards, if that's something you want to do, or you get to spend it on your nails or whatever, like just make it exciting. How can it be even more fucking exciting for you is the question, (laughs) right? And this is something we solidify into your energy. How can your life be more exciting? How can money be more exciting? How can business be more exciting? How can your programs be more exciting for you, right? Um, and that's something we do in the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind. It's, one of the, it's just a fun container, honestly. Um, yes, we get deep, but it's, it's overall just really fucking fun because you operate in ways you've never fucking operated in before. And I love to see the shifts and I love to help you experience life in a just a better way for you whatever better means to you whatever thriving means to you that's like what I want to see um okay we have three more but before we go into that one thing that I want to say is that as you feel more excited (laughs) as you feel happier sorry my like nose is stuffy but as you feel happier as you feel this sense of internal thriving of confidence of clarity, of love for yourself, of connectedness to yourself, of just knowing, a deep knowing that your life can be good, that you get to have what you want or even better, and that with all the struggles that come, you'll feel calm and you'll react and you'll know you can come back to the centered, grounded place. And you fully internalize this idea that your only job on this earth is to thrive. Like business, sales, um, health, like just everything gets easier. Right? It's, it's a much easier way of going about things. Sorry, my dogs are barking in the background. My husband's home. But uh, it's a much easier way of going about th- everything than stressing and worrying and not feeling good enough, right? And money's not going to make you feel any better. <laughs> Believe me, it doesn't. 
if you don't choose to feel better. So the key is to feel better now. Is to figure out ways in your life to restructure your brain so that you can actually be present and enjoy what's going on. And the, the minute that you just make the struggle not like don't like you don't worsen the struggle you know by worrying about it and stressing about it and talking about it (laughs) um you don't exacerbate it any more than like you need to just to feel it and process it like it just life gets easier business gets easier you know and knowing that you have the power to get out of it knowing that you have the power to create what you want it's just it literally is a magical place to be in and it's possible for you and that's that's literally what the women of the mastermind walk away from or if you're a Jew totally welcome to um knowing that whatever comes your way like you're so much more powerful than it and knowing how to tap back into this like centered and and grounded place and abundant place Right, because there's going to be things that challenge us and challenge your abundance and affirmations don't help if you don't actually believe what you're saying, <laughs> and if you're still attaching yourself to old experiences. And um, yeah, I, ju- I just want you to know that it's possible for you and to run your business from this place. And you know, when you're talking about making way more money than you've ever had before. Um, you have to believe that it's possible for you, which means you have to work through the doubts that are preventing you from feeling that, right? And so the mastermind is just a safe place to do that. It's a safe place to talk about things that you may never have talked about before. It's a safe place for you to um, work through it and actually come out the other side believing and being successful, um, as long as you show up, obviously, I always get the question like, oh, well, how do I know if this is going to work for me? Like, is it going to work for you? Are you going to choose that it's going to work for you? Are you going to show up for it? Or are you just going to show up and like not do anything? <laughs> you know, in which case I also think that we always get everything that we need out of it. Even if you, you know, didn't show up a hundred percent, I've had tons of clients who don't show up a hundred percent, but they get what they need. Right. But if you're looking for a specific result from it, you need to commit yourself to that, not me. I'm going to give you the tools to get there, but you need to commit yourself to it, right? Um, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. Number seven, jeez, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> um, focus on what you want the experience to be. So whether it's around sales, what's going on with my voice? Whether it's around sales, whether it's around clients, whether it's around launching, whether it's around money, I want you to create the experience that you want it to be right? Like, how do you want clients to act? How do you want to show up for clients? How do you want to hold your own when a client is struggling and flipping out? Um, How is it that you want sales to go? You know, you offer a certain amount of people are like, fuck yes. And you may have people who say like, meh, not for me. Cool. How do you respond to that? You know, like, how do you want sales to actually be if you want to stop the cycle of it being difficult and stop the cycle of it being a struggle and stop the cycle of you attracting clients where, you know, they don't want to pay for your services. How do you want it to be and how can you actually create that, right? What strategy things do you need to implement? And then what shifts do you need to implement, right? The strategy is one part, but the energy behind it really fucking matters, right? If somebody else can have an easier time selling, then you fucking can. No one's more special. 
Like, yes, I've been selling for a long fucking time. And yes, that does help me on the strategy side. But I've had tons of clients who I guide through making sales way fucking easier too. You know, literally people have signed up with me to say like, I just want to know how you sold me like this. I don't understand. And I'm like, cool, I can help you. And then they do it and they're like, wow, it actually wasn't that difficult. Cool. (laughs) Right. But the key is that you get to focus on what the experience is that you want. Too often we get stuck in, but this happens and this happens and this happens and this fucking sucks. And I'm struggling with this. And this time this client said no. Right. And we just stay having... I don't want to say useless conversations, but we stay in that same cycle of complaining about it, right? I'll give you an example. My mom was supposed to come here for Thanksgiving. Um, she lives in New York, and she was supposed to fly in tomorrow, Tuesday, the 23rd. And uh, she had her ticket booked, all this stuff. They ended up canceling it because there was a ton of, there's expected to get like really bad winds, and JetBlue didn't want to fly or whatever. And so she was just complaining about it. She goes, why the fuck can't this just be easier? I don't fucking understand, blah, 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 blah. She's like, then I was on the phone for two hours with the airline, and then I got credit, which if I want to book, I have to book through calling them, which is taking me two hours, and it's the whole fucking morning, and then this and that. And I was like, Mom, I'm totally here to listen to you, but you get to say it once. <laughs> and then we either find a solution or we drop the fucking conversation. <laughs> it's either you book and you come a different day, and you get to sit on the phone for them with them for two hours, or you don't. <laughs> like you got two options here. What do you want? But focusing on how miserable the experience is and how you wish that this didn't fucking happen is literally not going to get you anywhere. Like you could feel that. Go feel it. <laughs> but there's only so long that you could stay in that, <laughs> right? And the sooner that you accept your responsibility to create something different for yourself, it may not be the easiest thing in the world. You may have wished that it happened in that specific way, but trusting that it happened for a reason and then creating it is really important. Okay. And in the mastermind, we spend so much of our energy on the live calls. You get two per month and in the Voxer on creating what you actually want and getting clear on what you actually want. And so once you do this and once you gain that clarity, you already start the shift into it actually happening. You already start the shift from going from where you are to where you actually want. Um, and it's just so powerful. And then, you know, we reshift continuously as, you know, the thing it works itself out as a launch or, um, you know, the month or whatever. Okay, we got two more. Number eight, when we feel like we're struggling, we're probably putting pressure on something. So if you are struggling with sales and you feel like it's hard and you feel like no one's signing up for your programs or not enough people are signing up for your programs or you can't possibly, you know, charge more, blah, 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 blah. The question is, where are you putting pressure on yourself? Right? Maybe it's like the first person who reached out said no and then you just start to fucking spiral downwards because you thought that the first person that signed up it had to be yes in order for you to blah, 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 blah. Right. Or you've been launching for X amount of time. And because nobody signed up for that, that means your marketing sucks. So now you have to go switch your fucking marketing. (laughs) Um, You know, like we're just put we put pressure on ourselves for things to look perfect. And as my mentor says, like when you want linear results, you block your 
the the quantum leap to the next income or whatever wording she uses it's much more finesse than what I said <laughs> but um it's like you, you don't need linear results to actually make the income that you want I've sold seven clients in one day I've sold no clients for the first half of the launch a ton towards the fucking last on the fucking last day like anything can happen anything can fucking happen and knowing that it's working out is the key right? Versus attaching yourself to the struggle and the story that you have around how many likes you had to get on your fucking post in order for the thing to actually sell, right? I'll give an example around content because as you guys know, that's a place where I love to talk about, but a lot of people, you know, see how many likes people get and then assume their income and assume how many people want to work with them and assume all of this stuff. (laughs) And I can tell you it's always wrong, some of my clients with the smallest followings, like literally 700 followers, make the most amount of money out of any client I've ever coached. Some make more than me. (laughs) It's just, we, and yes, they get their clients online. (laughs) I'm going to say that also. Yes, they get clients online. Um, when you have these restrictions, And these rules about how many likes you have to get and how many posts you need to put out and how many views of the landing page and how many applications you have to get in the first half of your launch and how much this and how much that. You just then make up these rules about why the thing you want can't fucking happen. Right? So then what do you do? You energetically back off. You stop believing it can happen. You stop showing up consistently. You pitch less. You stop putting out the content as much, right? Or you just fucking stop altogether. And the key here with the energetics is to lead with the energy of know that it's working out, knowing that once you said, I want X amount of people, I want X amount of whatever, or I want the group to look like this, or I want people to feel like this or whatever it is, it's actually happening. So that every single thing you do actually adds up. And you don't actually need to see the money in order to know that it's coming. If I had lived by that, I would have never invested in the first fucking coach. I would probably still be working. Who fucking knows? I job hopped for my entire life. I literally have had every job under the sun that you can have as a personal trainer. (laughs) As a dietitian, I worked in private practice. I worked in which was a massive fail because I didn't do the things that I teach you guys here and in the mastermind. (laughs) Um, I worked in a nursing home for a year and like, I was like, this is the worst experience of my life. I love the actual, like, I love the geriatric population. I love old people. I think they're fucking adorable and they're cute and amazing to work with. I just hated the dietetics aspect of it. Um, and like the busy work that I had and just, it was awful. I can go on for years. Um, <laughs> for me, at least it can be great for you. Um, and then I, what else did I work in? I worked as, as the dietitian at lifetime and like as a personal trainer, manager of a gym, uh, like the head trainer, um, head salesperson, fucking, uh, personal trainer and dietitian. Like I was just fucking everything. I've worked at every gym, small box gym, startups, just program creators. Like I've literally done it all. (laughs) And the only way that I got to where I am today with the massive income that I have today, with the ease of sales that I have today, is by not making any of my past what I called failures 
or where I felt like where I fucked up my life um, mean anything. And for like the first eight years, I made it mean something. I like held it in me so much about how much I fucked everything up. And it was just heavy and miserable. And it blocked my ability to feel like I can do this. It blocked my ability to feel like I could ever build a business or have money because I didn't have money and I had tried so many other times. You know, whether it was working for somebody else and, you know, taking shitty paying jobs or whatever, only selling X amount of clients each month or whatever, or having a little bit of money here and then spending it all and then not having any more. Like, if I had made all of those instances mean something and continuously mean something and not believe that something else was possible without being able to see it, without being able to see that I could make money as a personal trainer and a dietitian. And I can morph into this whole manifestation business coaching thing. Like, I didn't know where I was eventually going to end up. And I still don't. But I know that it's all possible for me. Right? The key is I don't really care about what the inner workings look like. Or, like, the in-between in parts where I don't know. You know, do I think business coaching is going to be my be-all, end-all? No. Do I think online business is where I'm going to end up? No, I have other ideas that I really want to do that's more in person, but I'd still always do online business because I think it's great, but I don't know. So you don't have to know the end thing, but you can know specifics. I know I want a seven-figure business. I know I want passive income. I know I want this. I know how much I want from this. I know what I want in terms of my clients, how I want to impact people. So you have to get clear on what you actually want and stop making all the other in-between things mean something, people. Please, please, please. (laughs) Because then you just put pressure on yourself to fucking struggle more. Right? And then the clients don't sign up and then you convince yourself, you know, two days before your launch is done that no one's going to fucking sign up. Right? So then you just fucking give up. Or you just like kind of put out the post to put out the post to say you finished your launch. But you knew that nobody was going to sign up, Right? You kind of went into it like, eh, I don't think it's going to work, but I'm just going to do it anyway to check off the fucking box. Well, of course it didn't fucking work. You didn't actually put in any energy behind it, <laughs> right? And so all this to say is you have to see that something else is possible for you. You have to surround yourself with people, thoughts, ideas, opportunities that show you that something else is possible for you. And if you choose to join the mastermind, whether, again, your goal is seven figures or your first fucking thousand dollars, like, the work is the fucking same. To start to believe that more is fucking possible. The way I made my first fucking thousand dollars is the way I made my first hundred thousand dollars, the way that I made my second and my third and blah, 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 blah. It's all the fucking same, but it all had to start from me changing my inner workings and changing who I surrounded myself with and re you know vamping my relationships and being able to be supported by coaches who had the same thing that I want so that I could see that it's possible because again if it's possible for me it's possible for you if it's possible for other people in the group it's possible for you one of the biggest things that the women said from the last mastermind was that seeing other people have successes in ways that they wanted, or seeing people make money in ways that they wanted, basically opened them up to this, like, holy fuck, if she can do it, so can I, so it stretched them, and as one person grew, the next person grew, and the next person grew, and by the end, they had a a life and a business that they were absolutely fucking in love with, and a sense of confidence that they absolutely loved with, a sense of team, like, their own team, um, you know, working for them for the first time that they fucking loved that made them love business again because they actually loved what they created and the way that they actually created it.
right? And when one person expands, so will you. And that's the energy of the container, seeing what's possible for you, seeing that it's not fucking crazy, seeing that the amount of income you want in the easier way that you want is fucking possible and easier meaning like you're not fucking worrying about it right that's essentially easy is like we get the thing but we actually didn't worry about it because easier isn't getting the thing and still fucking worrying about it that's just getting the thing and being miserable in the process like that's useless no one wants to be miserable making money we want you to be fucking happy making money (laughs) right You know, it's like content. It's like if you just put up the content, you're miserable the entire time thinking about how nobody's going to fucking like it, how you're an awful fucking writer, blah, blah, blah. But you still put up the content like that's not a good thing. Who cares how many likes you got if you don't feel good about it? The likes will never be enough. But if you can go into business always knowing that you're enough, always knowing that you're always fucking worthy for the amount of money that you fucking want, always knowing that your your skills and your... um coaching abilities or your products whatever it is that you're creating were enough like how would you be going about business how would you be posting do you think you'd be attracting clients or chasing clients right this is the state that i get you into and that you get yourself into through the work that i guide you through in the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind so the before we go into number nine which is probably my favorite oh my goodness ah (laughs) my favorite tip that I ever give to any client but um before we do that I want to explain to you what your life is going to look like in the mastermind because I feel like I haven't really done a good job of that yet um so the mastermind is four months um we meet two times a month um for about 90 minutes each time um two hours is kind of a lot one hour is too short um so about 90 minutes and uh we meditate I take, I get a sense of what the group needs and we meditate, we release things, we call things in, we gain clarity, we manifest the fuck out of what we want. Um, and then we coach. So anything that's coming up for you as we're getting clear on what you want, anything that's coming up for you as you're creating content or whatever, we address on the coaching call. Typically it's a creepy thing, but typically every client needs the same thing when they hop on, even if they don't even think that they needed it. What some person is going to need is what somebody else is going to need. Guaranteed. It happens all the time. I've been group coaching for a very long time. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's that. Um, then we're going to have a group Voxer. I'm on there four times a week. Um, and so we're just going to have a conversation going continuously. You're going to be supporting each other. You're going to have a a really good support system of people you're going to make fucking epic friends with. And, um, yeah, you're just going to bring me into your life every single day as often or as little as you want. Um, and I'm going to help you if there's any strategy questions, totally available for it as well. Um, but we're going to work through all the crazy things that come up in your fucking brain that's preventing you from having the income and the impact that you want. Um, And then you guys get a group of modules for the course. Right now it's 10 plus hours. Um, Each one is, each course, each training video is about 30 to 30 minutes to an hour. And then you also have every meditation and visualization that I've given in my mastermind. And so every single time I have a call or had a call or my previous mastermind, Um, I recorded the meditation and you have access to it and you will have access to every single training, every single meditation that I create for anybody else in the mastermind in the upcoming years, which there's going to be a lot of them. So I'm really excited to have this ever growing container that is going to help you expand as I expand to the next level, adopt new strategies, implement new things, gain clarity in a different way. And so it's not just what you're paying for over the four months. 
you actually get an ever-expanding container. The trainings are centered around expanding you and working through the doubts, working through the hard times, working through gaining clarity, working through, um, yeah, just manifesting what you want your life to look like. And so if you vibe with me on this podcast and my stories and my content, like you'll 100% like the, the trainings are going to be so fucking perfect for you. Um, and then uh, we have a retreat here in Austin. Um, and that's going to be decided when everybody's in the group and we pick a communal date, probably in the middle. Um, and yeah, it's going to be an immersive uh, retreat. We're going to have a beautiful house here. Um, hopefully it'll be a little bit warmer so we can have a pool and stuff like that. We'll do lots of activities. Everything will be paid for except for your airfare and then you staying at the actual house will be covered. So all food, all activities, all trainings from me, um, it's going to be magical. I haven't really decided exact things about it, but I'm kind of forming it together and it's always very luxurious and beautiful and I'm really fucking excited for it. Um, so yeah, that's what your life is going to look like. That's the type of support you're going to get. It's a high level, high touch container with me for actually a really fucking cheap price because normally my one-on-one is three thousand dollars and above um but this you get access to me in a high touch container for a lower price point um because it is a group um but the dynamic of the group is just life-changing and i'm so excited to chat with you guys if you have any questions and make sure that um you apply or you can just dm me and uh, we can chat there. Sometimes I don't like applications. I don't fill them out. I usually just DM the person. So whatever works for you, price points are on the application. You also have an opportunity to add on one one one-on-one session with me per month. So if you want higher level access to me or you just want more strategy from me, in addition to the group, you have an opportunity there. Payment plans are available and um, paid in fulls are available. Obviously, you save money for the paid in full. That's the way that I like to do it. Some people don't. I like to. And then you're also going to get um, my Mindset Mastery course, which is just... It's just such a broken down, easy, digestible way of going into your business. So I cover different topics in your business like sales, launching, coaching, stuff like that. And we deal a lot with the confidence behind each one of those and um, getting to that next level of just like, I am fucking epic (laughs) um, about what I do. And then um, you guys get one other course as well. I forgot which one it was. I think it was the content of sales. I don't know what it was, but it was definitely a strategy course. So definitely make sure to check out the landing page for all of that. Some of you might have the the bonuses. Some of you might not. The bonuses change each round. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. to work through this with you guys. Okay, enough blabbing. Number nine, last thing, and probably the most important thing, I've already kind of alluded to it, is get secure talking about how epic you are. (laughs) Um, If you've ever coached with me, I've probably had you make an I am epic because list, first off. Um, And we, (laughs) a lot of us were grown up and taught to be modest. And I'm not saying modesty is not a bad thing, but also what I want to acknowledge is that modesty does not mean not feeling epic and not saying how epic you are and not believing how epic you are and not getting comfortable saying how epic you are. I think that you can develop your own definition of modesty. For me, it's like, I get to be fucking epic. I get to be secure with who I am and how I do things, what I charge for, and just how your life is going to change being in my energy and being with my strategies. And I know that everybody is equally just as fucking epic. So me saying I'm epic doesn't diminish your epicness. 
Does that make sense? Where I feel like where most people think about modesty is like, oh, well, you don't want to put other people down and you don't want to like, you know, toot your own horn too much. Or I think that that's a saying, you know, like you don't want to put yourself high up on this pedestal. And I say everybody's up fucking high on this pedestal. Like when I put myself on this pedestal, I also put every single person on this earth up on a pedestal. I value every single human. Obviously, some I value more than others, <laughs> but I think everybody's fucking valuable to this earth and everybody's teachings can be fucking amazing and everybody's existence is beautiful. Right. So it's like when I say I'm epic because of, you know, my ability to help you make sales easier, it doesn't mean that I'm putting other business coaches down. It just means that these are my strategies. These are what fucking work for me. These are what works for my fucking clients. And I'd love to help you if this resonates with you. Right. I can say why I don't use other strategies that business coaches use and I can say why mine are more fucking epic. But that doesn't mean that there's don't work as well. It doesn't mean anything about that person. It just means that I wouldn't use their strategies or I've tried them and I didn't like them. You know, what's in alignment for one person doesn't need to be in alignment for the other person, but that doesn't mean that what's not in alignment isn't good. It's just not for you at the current fucking time. Right. And so once you get to this like sense of we're all up on this high fucking pedestal together, it's a communal platform, a communal pedestal. Everybody's fucking equal. <laughs> I just might not like certain things about you or I might not vibe with certain things about you or I might not vibe with some of your strategies, but that doesn't make you any less of a human or you any less fucking amazing or epic. It actually just means that we are all fucking epic and we're not for everybody all the fucking time, right? That was something that really helped me get secure talking about how epic I am. And if you can't talk about how epic you are and your services are and your programs are, then how are you going to make a name for the program how are you going to make a name for yourself and market yourself right do you think oprah goes around thinking that she's not fucking epic (laughs) right do you think tony robbins goes around thinking that he's not fucking epic how do you have millions of people watching you and you don't think you're epic right you have to think you're good at something (laughs) and like The key is to know that as you're growing as a human, as you're constantly learning, that doesn't make you more epic. It makes your strategies different. It makes your understanding of the world different. But your epicness was epic the minute that you fucking came out of your mom's vagina or whatever you believe of, you know, procreation. (laughs) Right? Like, we have to get comfortable saying that we're fucking epic. Right? And adopt a way of thinking about that in a way that feels good for you and in alignment for you. And again, that's some that's one of the core things that we do in the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind. All of this is. All of this is my teachings. All of this is what helps my clients transform. And all of this is going to help you if you decide to invest. So if that is something that you would like to do, I would love to have you check out the landing page. It is down below. The link is also in my bio. You can also just DM me. Um, and if you listen to this podcast and you liked something about it, you loved it, whatever, please, please, please leave a review. I always forget to say that. So I don't have a lot of reviews. I think I have like 10 reviews or something, um, all five stars. And I'm super grateful for all of you, but I would love more. It helps more people find my podcast. Um, and yeah, it just helps with the Spotify or iTunes algorithm. And I would love if you shared it on your stories and just tagged me, um, 
yeah, I'm so happy that this served you. And if you choose to invest in me, um, I would absolutely love to serve you in a deeper level. With that being said, now that it's been like an hour and a half, I have to go and eat some food. I love you guys and I will see you in the next episode.